Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast. This is 1112A, the latest medical news of the week, brought to you, as always, by Life's First Naturals, lifesfirstnaturals.com, a site you can go to find out more about the randomized controlled trials that support true biotics and its use in immune deficiency, its use as a health benefit uh, for people um, who worry about osteopenia and osteoporosis and broken bones, its use in vaginal dysbiosis or bacterial problems um, that cause um, vaginal pain. Um, It's got some good data on those conditions, as well as uh, bovine colostrum's use for people who um, worry about bloating and leaky gut and other problems related to both um, exercise and irritable bowel syndrome. And even when they use non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like Advil or like aspirin, um, whether it's baby aspirin once a day or twice a day, as I advocate for it because of its anti-inflammatory effects not lasting more than 16 hours, its antiplatelet effects, the anti-cardiovascular effects last 36 hours, but the anti-inflammatory effects only 16 hours. That's why you have to take a minimal baby aspirin twice a day. But if you do it with bovine colostrum, you prevent almost all of the side effects based on the data they've accumulated in randomized controlled trials of the aspirin on gut health. Let's go to the news of the week and uh, look at formulary restrictions. Limiting access to non-vitamin K antagonists, which are called NOACs, exacerbates the underuse of anticoagulants and increases adverse health outcomes, such as stroke among patients with newly diagnosed atrial fibrillation, according to a study from the University of South Carolina in Los Angeles. Um, They looked at Medicare beneficiaries. I don't know if this is feeding into one of my pet peeves. I almost believe all prior authorizations of medicines done by um, the uh, um, insurance companies that insurance company, you know, first I talked to a high school graduate with a checkoff list and she'll turn me down. Then I talked to another high school graduate with another checkoff list, then a nurse. Then you get to the nurse's supervisor. Then you finally get to a doctor. Then you get to the doctor the head doctor, and after spending an hour on the phone, I get an approval. Um, I am wasting the hour, obviously. They're wasting all that time, too, um, but they have lower-level employees who waste it more, uh, and most doctors don't fight through it. I try and fight through it for my patients. But what a pain in the ag, in the it. Um, so I really believe that almost all insurance companies should be kneecapped. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, my wife does this for kids and fights two hours a week, two hours, two nights a week, 
Uh, most, I guess, pediatricians or developmental pediatricians won't do that, but she will fight through it. So this is a story on how these restrictions uh, actually increase stroke rate. I wonder if that's what happened to Fetterman and Pennsylvania, he, or whether he just denied uh, disease, which sounds like is what he did. His wife had to finally get him therapy. Uh, visual impairment due to diabetic retinopathy is decreasing even as diabetes increases. Um, and I don't know whether this is better control once people get diabetes, um, but it's an encouraging trend for the end result. And I think uh, we have to figure out why this is, why this end organ result of diabetes is occurring less frequently. Um, and by the way, prediabetes doesn't only affect adults, it is increasing incredibly in kids. Let me go and tell you, it's gone from in children this is, to me, scary. It's gone from 11.8% to 24.5%. This is horrible. One in five youths, one in four youths, who is 19 years old has prediabetes now. This is atrocious. And it's tough to reverse. It's much tougher to reverse than prevent. How do you prevent it? You got it physical activity and less food. Physical activity and less food. Only eat at mealtime. Don't eat in between meals and eat less at mealtime. Gosh, it's preventable. More physical activity. Do a walk with your kids in the morning. Do a walk with the kids in the evening. It'll help you as well as them. Walk after dinner. Everybody should. Gosh. Okay, you don't do play a game of tag, whatever. Get moving. I can't say it enough. I can't say it enough. What do you do if you've got kidney stones? Well, don't cut out dietary calcium or potassium. The data from the Mayo Clinic with looked at 411 local kidney stone people in uh, at in Rochester, Minnesota, where the Mayo Clinic is located, found out that um, there's a um, the people who got recurrent stones are those who had low calcium and low potassium in the diet. What's the best thing? You got it. It is enriching the diet with leafy green vegetables is one of the best things. Enriching the diet with leafy green vegetables, one of the best things you can do. Um, okay, health benefits of beets. Um, so what makes beets such a gem? They um, have plenty of nutrients. They have um, anti-inflammatory properties. Um, they... Um, have great taste. They have a lot of fiber. Um, again, decreasing inflammatory bowel disease and heart disease. And that reduction, by the way, in um, 
inflammation not only decreases type 2 diabetes, um, but it also decreases arthritis and joint pain. So um, a lot of good from beets. Remember, if you do have beets, um, you're likely to pee red or have uh, red in your bowel movements. So the first time you do it, don't panic out. Um, <laughs> the uh, foods that are good for your liver, um, the best food for your liver, coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, then the Mediterranean diet is also good with extra virgin olive oil. Uh, green tea is healthy. So are lentils, edamame, tofu, nuts, peas, um, and olives and nuts. Um, so those are great foods for your liver. The best one, coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, I'm a little biased for that. Um, if your doctor wants to give you a three-day course of an antibiotics um, for pneumonia, what do you ask him? Is my oxygen normal? Because if your oxygen is normal, a three-day course is just as effective as an eight or 10-day course in this study of pneumonia. Your brain gets tired and scientists know why. Um, it turns out that the exhaustion following a bunch of intense thinking isn't all in your head. Um, it is, in fact, um, if you will, they used magnetic resonance spectroscopy and found that glutamate ends up accumulating in your frontal cortex. Glutamate makes you tired. So it is uh, one of the things that is making you tired. And it's a toxic byproduct. So you got to clear it. And that clearing of it is why we think you get tired um, when you do a lot of intense thinking. That's in the prefrontal cortex, which is in the front of your brain. Um, Behavioral risk factors. In this large study that was published in Lancet, they looked at um, over 2 million people with cancer, and they found that over 50% um, of the risk factors were smoking, alcohol use, high body mass index. Just those three things contributed 50% of the disability years related to cancer. So, um, and if you do physical activity, eat right, it's even higher. But more than half of the global burden of cancer is related to just alcohol, tobacco, and eating too much. Um, the uh, FDA uh, issues a warning. There is an illegal manufacture of nicotine gummies. It's illegal. Um, nicotine is addictive. You don't want your kids to get it. Um, next study is about rainwater. Why don't you want to collect rainwater and use it? Well, if you um, 
distill it, you can. But a lot of rainwater is contaminated now with what is called forever chemicals, PFASs, polyfluoroalkyl substances. Um, they're a family of human-made chemicals used in countless products today from food packaging to waterproof clothing. They can spread in the atmosphere. They're now found in every corner of our earth, including rainwater throughout the world, and they increase cancer risk. So don't drink rainwater unless you are absolutely, don't have anything else to drink. Um, and if you do drink it, the easy, the better way is to distill it. Those are the key stories. What was our longevity is the next disruptor story this week? Well, it was that formulary restrictions may worsen atrial fibrillation outcomes and the fact that get a doctor who will fight for you through the formulary and even better, um, write to your insurance company and tell them you're gonna, um, uh, go to a different insurance company if they don't straighten out their formulary restrictions. Um, and you're going to tell everybody on social media about how bad they are. Um, the, um, if you will, the well beyond wellness is that prediabetes doesn't only affect adults, kids are impacted too. Remember, walk with your kid early in the morning walk with your kid after dinner, play tag, play a game, chase it around, whatever you have to do to get physically active for you and for your child are beneficial. The Odd Omega story was the both the five health benefits of beets and the foods for your liver. Um, and the wellness foreplay study um, was that rainwater is unsafe to drink because of the forever chemicals in it. This has been Dr. Mike Royson. You've been listening to you, the owner's manual. This is 1112A. A's are always the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you. We have a great guest today. It is Melissa Goldberg Mintz. Um, she gave a great interview on Has Your Child Been Traumatized? Her new book. You can go to melissagoldbergmints.com. Next week, there's a special A. It is in honor of my new book, the book that I wrote with developer Albert Ratner and economist Peter Linneman called The Great Age Reboot, Cracking the Longevity Code for a Younger You. We tell you where we are in longevity as the next disruptor. We're getting close and 90 will be the new 40. We said 60 was the new 40 in 1998 with real age. And yes, it's come true. The data in the health professionals study and the nurses health study show that to be true. Even at the Cleveland Clinic in our wellness uh, program, Healthy Choices, it's true. Now, 90 can be the new 40. You'll learn a lot more in 1113A. That's a special on the 13th of September. And of course, you can pre-order the book or get the book. Uh, you uh, That's the great...
age reboot, cracking the longevity code for a younger you. You can learn more about it at our website. You can ask me questions at the website, questions or suggest guests for this program at, for this set of podcasts at uh, greatagereboot.com, info at greatagereboot.com, questions at greatagereboot.com, or just go to greatagereboot.com. Thank you, Caitlin, for engineering. Thank you, um, Life's First Naturals, for being our continuing sponsor. And thank you for downloading us. Tell your friends about us. Next week, that's special. You don't want to miss that. That is, I think I did a great job in summarizing where we are and how important this change will be for all of us. That is at greatagereboot.com. And on this, wherever you downloaded this, download 1113A next week. Thanks again. We'll be back next week.